0: Was it? Good? It's amazing, isn't it, uh, that every time you come out of meditation or especially the long kriya, you feel that you could have stayed in there a little longer. Such a deep and profound experience and how fortunate we are to be able to participate in it, to be able to benefit from it. But also this disappointing aspect is only a handful of us here. This is so wonderful, it is freely available, but just there are so very few takers. This is saddening, you know. How wouldn't give up the opportunity to be in the long Kriya for anything. Even if I have just returned from a long-haul flight and I have just went to bed two hours earlier, I would do something to come. Because the type, the quality and nature of the rest you get from this is indescribable. And it's not just the superficial rest that we all experience, that sense of calmness, the styles of spaced out, The lightness, the joy, the serenity, these are only at the superficial level. At a much deeper level, at a subtler level, there is much deeper cleansing that is happening. The impressions of many, many lifetimes are slowly being erased, erased and erased. You may not notice it if you are doing it regularly, but somebody who meets you after, say, six months or a year they may suddenly say, is there something different in you? They will notice that. And this transformation at a subtler level continuously keeps happening. And I tell you, that is what you are all missing, those who are not here. What is your excuse for not being here? Ridiculous. Whatever excuse you can give, that will be ridiculous. You are being what's called penny-wise, pound-foolish. There is a saying in English, penny-wise, pound-foolish. To grab a penny, you are letting go of the pound. See, everybody is pressed for time in life. Maybe it's a child who is playing, maybe it's somebody who is not far away from their final destination or death. Everybody has something to keep themselves busy. At every point in time, you will be facing two or three things, of which you have to pick one. That's where your maturity comes. What do you pick? What choices do you make in life? The choices you make in life, they determine the direction your life takes. What is the right choice? How do we choose what is right or what is best? Choose that which is good for you in the long run, even though it may give you discomfort in the short haul. Unfortunately, most of the times we choose the opposite. We choose that which gives us comfort in the short time, but it may be neutral or even disadvantageous to you in the long run. Say for example, exercise. It's a very common thing. It, it is short-term discomfort, you know. Going to the gym and lifting the weights or running or sweating it out is not easy. It's not very comfortable. It's not as easy as slouching in the couch and watching Netflix. No. But the long-term effects of that are so significant compared to just being a couch potato. I get people who are saying, why do you do your kriya so early in the morning, on a holiday? That's the only time we can relax. And I'm thinking, what do you mean by relax? Sleeping in the bed? This is much deeper relaxation, much superior quality relaxation. This very question shows the maturity of your intellect. How can you even ask a question like that? Do you see what I am saying? Most people most often make poor choices. They sacrifice exercise to be lazy. They sacrifice their health for wealth and pleasure. They sacrifice excitement for comfort. They sacrifice freedom for just prosperity. Freedom which you carry on with you and prosperity which you leave behind You sacrifice your freedom for your prosperity. And the so-called spiritual people, they sacrifice meditation and knowledge for rituals. Come on, wake up, make the right choice. Who can make the right choice? Somebody whose intellect is mature, has ripened. How do we get the maturity? That's through sadhana, company of the wise. Sadhana and satsang, you know, there is a saying, Ghee purifies the food, charity purifies the wealth, similarly, knowledge purifies the intellect. A purified intellect has got the ability to make the right choice. And this ability to make the right choice is called viveka. And viveka is such a precious wealth to have, to develop. Just by being in sadhana, being in the company of those who prioritize sadhana, your level of viveka increases. And viveka is followed by vairagya. When these two are stronger in you, when the ability to make the right choice and the ability, and with that ability to make the right choice, comes the ability to let go of the unimportant things which is Vairagya. When these two are there, you will save so much time. I tell you, I never felt pressurized for time because there are so many things I just don't get engaged in, which commonly people engage in. You can use that time to do something which is really important, something which is good for you in the longer horizon. If you have a mature intellect, you make a right choice. If you know that you are struggling to make the right choice, at least tag along with people whom you see are making right choices. And just borrow and just go with their decisions. Just tell them, you take me wherever you go. And then that is good enough. In every aspect, you will excel effortlessly. Do you see what I am saying? So I pray that you get the wisdom to make the right choice or to know the right choice and the courage to make the right choice. Hmm? When you leave this planet, you should live with contentment. You should live feeling that you have lived your life. You expressed yourself and you have been fortunate to be born in this time and place and you are able to contribute to yourself and to the world. Live the planet with contentment. Otherwise, you will die in regret. When you die in regret, you come back again. And if again you don't catch on to wisdom, you will repeat the same thing again. PUNARAPI JANANAM PUNARAPI MARANAM Come on, wake up. Hmm? Make the right choice now yeah jay good day